Welcome back to another week of Ghost in the Scene. I'm your host, Gio, with my co-host, Rob. What's going on, Rob? Guys, it's been another spooky week. Uh, lots of stuff going on. Um, I'm a little surprised about how MoviePass, I think they got too many ghosts in their system. You know, think about it this way, guys. We swiped our passes so much and went to so many movies that we just jammed their systems with ghosts. So, um, just... Think about that uh, in the whole grand scheme of things. Yeah. First of all, you have to imagine the way that our infrastructure works, guys. It's not able to deal with the amount of ghost trafficking that we are doing now with streaming, with Netflix, Hulu. Everyone's competing. And what we forget are like there are machines that can only handle certain amounts of ghosts per minute. And we are just overpowering that. So we are due for a giant crash of some kind. Not that I want it. Not, and, and we're trying to warn you about this. This is a warning. Like we said earlier, this is a ghost-free podcast. Uh, we say that every podcast because we want to make sure that ghosts are aware of that when they're listening. You're not allowed in the podcast. You can listen, but you, you're not allowed in if you're a ghost. So welcome to you, the living and the willing to listen to us because we are scientific experts, me and Rob, um, in different fields, but equally are enthusiastic about the pursuing of ghosts, evil ghosts especially. So we have one giant investigation that we've been doing for a year. We really haven't talked about it much other than when we first kind of launched into it because we wanted to save what we learned. So the subject for this episode is going to be Tom Cruise, but that's not his name. What's, what's, his, what's his actual name, Rob? Thomas Cruise Mapother IV. So it's really important that we remember, too, that this is his true name. Uh, like we were talking about Alec Baldwin. Um, you know, Alexander, is, or, Alexander, Alexander Ray. Ray, Alexander Ray Baldwin, the third, you know, there's, there's these two different personas. And if you're worried about their powers to be over you, just call them by their real name and you'll render them powerless. Exactly. You'll get them nice and riled up, but they will have no power over you. Um, you pull out your phone and you start filming and they, can, they can't do anything. So let's talk a little bit about Thomas Mapather, Thomas Cruz Mapather the fourth. Like we said in our last episode, he's been in 46 movies to date, which is kind of crazy. So Thomas Cruz Mapather the fourth. So four. Okay, guys. Num uh, calculators out, guys. Okay, now think about it this way. Four, and he's been in 46 movies. So four and four, they cancel. And what's left? A six. So four cancels out four. And so, guys, we have our first six Ding, ding, ding. 
of the episode. So, and this is how we investigate, okay? It's it's procedural. We start off just with numbers and raw data and we crunch it. So we, we started crunching and we realized that he has made children. And, and, and when you multiply, that's what, when you have children, you multiply, that's more math involved. It gets more complicated. So we had to investigate them as well. So now it's an entire family tree. The Mapother Cruz dynasty here that we're dealing with. We're talking about Suri and we are talking about Connor. And, and these two people, these two characters that we're going to bring up, although they are the children of Tom Cruise, um, they are also instruments of his that he has somehow or other used throughout their lives. And, and we have to be aware that these are the victims and not the perpetrators of, of what's going on. Okay? So uh, please pray for them. Connor, pray for Connor. Pray for Suri. And guys, this is also going around, you know, what, about the box office. This is what's going on right now. So as we're speaking, Mission Impossible 666 is breaking all the box office records. It is just doing so much better than all the other films he's been doing. Uh, he doesn't seem to be hampered down by his curse at all, Geo. I think he's taken on to it rather nicely, which is a surprise to see. Because most people with the curse of the mummy... As we've discussed before, uh, you'd see them being plagued. But in this case, it seems at first, you know, he he was cursed. Yes. He did break his ankle on set. Um, but he's rebounded. I think he's taken to it. He's kind of turned it around. I I can't agree with you more. And and here's what I have to say about this. What what the mummy's curse did to Brennan Fraser is unforgivable. And, and it's very sad, to be honest. But what we can say is that Tom Cruise is another kind of monster. Uh, this was the monster universe they were trying to create, and of course it failed. And that was part of the curse. And you can't escape failure. But Tom Cruise took the curse, took the damage, and somehow used it to his kind of like success. Because now he's touting this fall, his broken ankle, as some kind of badge of honor. Some kind of courageous kind of, you know, he, he's saying, oh, look at me. I, I, I'm so dedicated to the craft that I broke an ankle. Not even mentioning that he's cursed. So it's, it's kind of rewriting history a little bit. Uh, and we're not going to let it stand over here at Ghost in the Scene. So we're going to call it out. That's, uh, that's fake news. So Mission Impossible, like you said, number six. That's our second six. And, and you happen to say 666. And, I mean, it's true. I mean, I'm like, like I'm calling Thomas Cruise Mapother the fourth, I'm calling this film by its true name, its veiled name. Because this is what they're feeding us, folks. They're feeding us a 666 straight up here. Because mm -hmm. uh, there are some nasty, nasty spirits within this film. And it's not just from the money before, but, you know, our research indicates there's much more to come. And, and you could also look at Henry Cavill. You could also look at the movies that he's been in as Superman, um, a flying man who goes above the world, is stronger than other people, the the superhuman man. This is the kind of things, and in comic book movies, it, it's all fantasy. 
fantasy are are not reality and so it's another plane of existence that we are bringing into our plane of existence we've talked about this before and and just how dangerous opening up portals really is and so henry cavill is is almost like branching off from his superhero role and he's coming into this movie and he's playing a villain okay and and we've all heard about the ghost mustache i right I, I'm not sure if we talked about this before, but we'll we'll re re-mention it. This is a very big point of contention. The ghost mustache on Henry Cavill in the uh, Justice League movies was something so talked about. It, it was buzzing on Twitter. It's probably still somewhere in a subreddit. People are still talking about it. But now he can finally talk about it because the Mission Impossible movie came out. So he's he's openly talked about what happened and how it was a $3 million CGI that they had to patch up just to cover up his mustache. So the ghost stash is, is a living testament to what ghosts can do with CGI. I mean, and again, it's, you know, the idea of these people wearing these masks over these faces, the fact that super that Superman actually had a secret mustache. Well, we all know Bizarro Superman and the strange Supermans the with the goatees. Mm-hmm. The, the facial hair makes the superhero a supervillain. So all yes. this time we've had this secret supervillain training, you know, and training, and now he's out in the open in this new Mission Impossible movie. And he's completely bad. He's gone completely crazy and craven for blood. He's just l- lusty for blood. And and we can thank his his mustache for that because you're right. It, it turns you into a bad man. And I will say that is one thing that Thomas Cruise, Mappa Through the Fourth, has not succumbed to, the fashion faux pas of having a mustache. He has been pretty clean shaven for as long as he's been popular. And in a few movies, of course, he's had to go incognito. But as as a fashion statement, he usually sticks to the five o'clock shadow and, you know, the, the beautiful smile. So here's what, what I was talking to Rob earlier. Um, guys, if you guys listen to our podcast, we've kind of ticked off a lot of boxes about power. What, what it takes mm-hmm. to, to get power, transfer power from one person to another person. And one of them is to unite one, one you know, like giant power with another. And, and doing that creates this synergistic kind of J and Bay effect. We, we will call it a J and Bay effect. So what's happening with Tom, Thomas, is that he has tried and failed multiple times to unite his, his name with other famous people. So he starts off with Mimi Rogers, uh, the poker player. And they get together, 1987, and they're together for three years. So three years, they're together. She was born in 1956, and she is now 62. So, so that's put those together. Two sixes. The, time, the power of with Tom three times. Exactly. How many six six sixes are there? At least three. Yeah. So 
So exactly. So guys, keep on crunching those numbers because we have another marriage because 1990, it, that's not when history ended. Okay. It kept on going and he moved on and married somebody else. He married Nicole Kidman and Nicole Kidman fathered his first child, Connor Cruz. Um, Connor Cruz, he is somebody who is so loyal to his father that he joined Scientology with him. So he is now a Scientologist and, and has denounced his love. Uh, he, is, he, he only loves Scientology and, of course, his father. And now we have to start talking about how him and Nicole Kidman, they didn't stay together either. They also divorced. And let, let's see when they divorced. It was in 2001. So, and, and how long were they together, do you, do you think? Uh, they were together for two years, it seems. They were, were married in 1990. Wow. The same year that he divorced from Mimi Rogers. Wow, wow, wow. So he just jumped the boat, obviously was aware of the sixes in, in her life, and probably wanted to move from that power source to a, a brighter light. And so he moves on to Nicole Kidman and, and they have their first son. And so now we can see that he is, this child is a battery. This, this first child is a battery source. It is Tom Cruise as well. Tom Cruise comes back to his son time and time again for love, for support, for energy. And, and, and this is kind of what keeps Tom Cruise from growing a mustache. This is what keeps him from churning heel all the way is, is the love that his son gives him. And so we can thank Connor. And, but also we have to remember he is a victim because he is being used by Tom Cruise, Thomas Cruise. And the one thing that we can say is that I'm glad that Connor doesn't have the name Mapother and he's not the fifth. He, he, he didn't continue the namesake, which, is, which I think is great. I mean, that shows the progress in our society on its own. So, you know, keep in mind, people, like, these are, these are strong forces that we're dealing with, but I think we're going after them because we can take them down. Absolutely. And if we know exactly what we're doing, and I want people to remind people, like, this is a really serious endeavor, too. We're crunching every number. Um, we don't take this lightly. This is a very strategic and scientific approach. So we appreciate you because we know that we got a lot of math heads out there listening to the show as well. So we appreciate everyone out there just doing the good work. And we're going to take these, these people down and, you know, and we'll just keep on telling the truth because the way to fight them is if we know them. That's and right. I think we know who Thomas Cruz Mapother the fourth is. And he's yes. no good. He's no good because around this time he's acting in movies. So right now I'm just kind of showing you, um, who he got with and, and, and who he, he married, um, just to kind of prove to you that this is a man who was in search of power. This is a man who was looking for something, searching for what people call love, what I call power, energy, okay? And once again, he looked and he found it in Katie Holmes. Mm -hmm. let's, let's talk a little bit about their, their relationship. They got married in 2006, Okay, that's another six, guys. Throw that in, in the pile. Already, I, I'm not sure how many we're at. 
but let's just keep on going because they got divorced in 2012. Huh. How long is that? One, two, four, five, six. Another one. Wow. So, okay. You might be thinking that's too much of a coincidence. What do they have? What do they have? What did they make? They made a child. Suri. Suri Cruz. And you, you were telling me about this number. You, you explained this to me. And it, it blew my mind earlier. So uh, what kind of number crunching did you do with, with Suri Cruz? Well, I was running some pretty advanced numerology. And, you know, excuse me as I, I talk. This is the segment, too. It's also really for the math heads out there. Um, so I'm going to be saying a lot of stuff that might be going over your head. But don't worry because the science is there. And uh, just stick with us because it's pretty startling stuff. It's very relevatory. So Suri, you add up all the letters. Come up with the letter number. Run those numbers. It comes up with 57. 57. 57. So Suri, you, 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 the, the characters of S-U-R-I adds up to 57, which is very interesting. For, for all you math heads, let's, let's try to remember, um, because we, we don't have a, a deep memory, but we do have the internet. We do have fact checkers 24-7, our street team. So um, I, I quickly just got a note, and it looks like Tom Cruise is 56 years old. So it hmm. looks like 57, 56, this, this could mean something very, very grave or great. For the future. And I think we also have to remember, this, that means this year, we are in a build-up year for him. This is the year before the big year. So he, right now, is gathering as much energy as he can. Yes. So 5-6, that's 5 sixes lined up in the row. He's mm. almost to his second 6-6-6. Six, six, six. He's one away. Exactly. So that means that he is charging up greatly. And this Mission Impossible movie is really, you know, exactly the kind of thing that he needed to do to launch his ultimate goals it's, next year in his 57th year of life. It's just what the doctor ordered. That six, that 56, that Mission Impossible six. And now we have 57 the next year. Okay. One year later, what's going to happen? Well, he's, he's coming out with a movie. It's called Maverick. Top Gun maverick it is a fucking sequel or reboot i'm not sure probably a sequel and and i'm i'm curious because it seems that there is a teaser trailer um rob do you want to do a, a live reaction to this with me i think so i i'm feeling these energies right now and i think this is the right time to to reveal it and i hope that all of you pull it up on your computer right now so you can follow along with us that's right okay let's let's see if this will play okay paramount is releasing it so that's good Clouds. Moisture. Flare. Oh my oh god, my god. Those 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 wow. That, that, that plane, plane was, was surrounded by guys. 
That guy had fire on his arm. Oh my god, ghosts. You can see the orbs. It's all ghosts. Wow. Two old the stuff. mustache. Oh my god. He's evil. Well, that no mustache there. Oh my god. All I see are ghosts. Wow. I'm spooked. So there we go. Guys, we have our first look at, at what this movie is going to be. And I, I can't say enough how scared I am. Dude, your dog's going crazy. There must be some... We just must let in some, some very angry spirits right now. Something terrible just happened in, in my house. I believe there's a ghost at my front door because my dog is going nuts. Okay, Gio, well, then we got to, like, shut this down quick then. Yeah. I, I don't know if this is a safe line anymore. Anyway. We, we got to wrap this up. So what, what I'm going to do is I, I'm, I'm going to tag on the independent investigation we did into the Curse of the Mummy. And, and we will finish off with just a, a solemn – we're not sure yet exactly – uh, okay, I, I'm getting pretty scared. Okay, um, yeah, we got to wrap this up. Come on. We got to go. Um, Guys, everyone, stay in the scene. Uh, stay extreme. Uh, be safe. Uh, keep a lookout. And, and, and of course, we will see you next week when we are in, in safer times. Okay, guys, uh, take care. Okay, everybody. Hey, guys, settle in. Uh, buckle up. Buckle Get up. Get ready for a wild ride um, between the coffins, sarcophagus. A trip to Egypt is where we're going because everybody knows it's the hot off the tracks. But for, I guess first, my name is Gio. This is Ghost in the Scene. Ghost I'm a paranormal scene. investigator. Um, my name's Mark, ghost scientist. I do a lot with Bunsen burners, test tubes, um, and I study ghosts in the habitat of the media. And I am Rob Thomas. I am a ghost survivor. I've been to the realm. It was dark. And I'm back. Yep. And we have some work to do. We, have um, work we are all experts in our field, in our own regards. People look up to us, and that's a fact. And yeah. so we've been getting a lot of emails uh, talking about um, some of the stuff that's been happening with uh, the Brendan Fraser trilogy, the Mummy trilogy. It's all bad. It's some, yeah, some very know, bad, I mean, unfortunate it, news. If you're just living under a hole. But basically, the soccer coach was watching Mummy Returns. And long story short, she stabbed her dad. She stabbed her dad to death. Right in the heart. Of the yeah. Mummy Returns. I just can't believe this. Um, mm. Like... I don't know if this happened when I went away, but something changed with this series. Because I remember it being really fun when I was a kid. I was like, yes. this is so much fun. We're in Egypt. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're going on some exploring adventures. I'm going I'm I'm to pause you right there because I feel like you're looking at this through rose-colored glasses. And okay. also, Rob, you're not a soccer coach. For soccer coaches, yeah. that movie's never been fun. It's completely different when you're a soccer coach. Part of their daily life, it kind of makes them rethink things. The drills they're doing with their team, mm -hmm. uh, how their team's doing, how, if they're going to get to the playoffs, World Cup, red cards. 
Exactly. It's a well, whole I guess thing. I never really saw it yeah. that way. Yeah. No. I never so, really put on those soccer Put on the cleats. I got to put on someone else's cleats every once yeah. in a while. Mm -hmm. as, as, as an expert in a lot of mummy movies, this movie was especially very dangerous in their depiction of mummies and how cool they made them look. Yeah. Okay, so I know you said you were having a good time. You're, you know, you're blasting away in sarcophagus is fighting mummies and, and, you know, and everything. That's fine. That's but I just want to tell you, this movie was chock full of ghosts. There was nothing but paranormal feelers and tendrils that were coming out of the screen and making sweet, sweet connections to your soul and sucking away, suckling away the yeah. life energy juice that we all secrete. Exactly. It was, it was very scary, very traumatic for me. Oh, that was actually my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. It was when it got, it, it just, that's more it touches. It touches me. It touches you, right? That's bad. Right, 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 right here in the thumper. You are mine. And it draws you closer. It's, uh, you know, you, have a, you just go with it. Go with the flow, Joe. I don't, know I don't understand why you don't go with the flow more. Because I don't want to go with the flow of, of hate and, uh, and of evil. And if a mummy uh, takes control of me, I, for one, love my dad. Mm -hmm. And, yes. and I, I am not going to even uh, imagine a world where I have to coach a soccer team and have the stress of that and then accidentally have to get controlled by the mummy and get killed and kill my dad. I don't want that to happen. And I mean, that's where the flow leaves of the mummy. First, you're going to meet Brendan Fraser. He's going to give you a cool scorpion bracelet. Mm -hmm. Then there's going to be snow monsters, and you're going to be in China. Yes. And you're going to be coaching soccer and trying to kill your dad. And you know, the way things go. I never really thought of it that way, but it, that makes total sense. It is chronological. I, I told, okay, I think I get it now. Yeah, I think you know all those things put together. I kind of want to kill my dad too, so I think we should. Don't do I don't it. Know. Don't do I'm it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm it's not gonna do it. Stay away anymore. from soccer fields. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I should not hang out around soccer Any, fields or dads. You can anything play for a little bit. Don't yeah. try to coach them. Yeah. Or okay. Give them like suggestions. All right. Well, I love giving people tips, yeah, especially about things I don't know about. <laughs> don't. Well, that's what this is show it? is all about. Yeah. In a sense, because none of us know what it is to be a ghost yet. None of us. Oh, except maybe for you, Rob. What's Thank you. One? It's the one thing that I'm an expert in. Mm -hmm. What um is the favorite movie in the Mummy franchise in the Ghost Dimension? Uh, it was really dark, so it was hard to see movies there. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, that is very fair. My my personal favorite was the the movie in question, which is what really I think her pains me so much. Yeah. Okay. Now, during the time when I was a child, when I was watching this movie behind my my hands, peeking in between, just so I could see Brendan Fraser as a hero, I really looked up to the man. And in the second movie, in The Mummy Returns, Brendan Fraser also returns to reprise his role as the mummy killer. And he himself and his little boy and Rachel Weiss and that their their friend Jonathan who's her brother, he's a lovable uh, playboy, they get together and they stop the mummy twice. But this time he has a girlfriend. Okay? So they stop the he mummy. Wife, right? I think, I don't think they were married. 
I think they were just boyfriend and girlfriend. They were they were dating. No, well, I'm talking about the mummy. I'm not talking about okay, mummy. And then who is the Scorpio King? The Scorpio, the Rock, right? That is technically the fourth movie. No, the third movie in the franchise. Because it went Mummy, Mummy Returns. Only five, if we're if we're being. Well, really, it predates the Mummy because it takes place in ancient Egypt. Right, it's two thousand years in the making. During the Rock's reign. Exactly, and that whole I mean, the Scorpion King himself is a story about a man who becomes a scorpion, mm-hmm. and the the movie has to do with a bracelet that a little boy wears that is a scorpion, and it shows him where. This, where Dwayne the Rock Johnson was was hiding out because he was tired of being in control all the time. He was just taking a long nap. So this movie was very informative for me. This taught me a lot about the occult, about ancient Egypt. It showed me the darker side of, of cinema. Of some, it was some really edgy stuff. Brendan Fraser got away with a lot of really edgy stuff in this movie, and I feel like it was an, he was an unsung hero of like the hardcore you know movie scene so to find out that this woman this soccer coach murdered her dad in cold blood in the name of brendan fraser in the mummy returns really really bums me out because i thought brendan was better than that he did and if you notice the new mummy reboot coming out this summer they replaced brendan with tom cruise with a younger man with a younger well I actually don't know if that's Just true. look at him. How old is Tom Cruise, guys? Well, I think. Tell me exactly what his age is. If you want you me to can't tell up, me because I, he hasn't aged in years. Well, to yeah. quote guys. famous role in Interview with a Vampire, I'm a vampire. So Tom Cruise is a vampire. That's what I'm thinking. Tom Cruise could be a vampire, sure. Sure. But yeah. also, Tom Cruise, well... He wasn't that vampire movie. But then I don't want to say that because then I'd have to say that um, Gary Oldman was a vampire or Kiefer Sutherland was a vampire. And I'm not going to get into that argument because I believe that those two men, specifically, those two men are not vampires. Okay? So. Okay, if you got Evan. Hollywood does have a tradition of casting non-vampires and vampire roles exactly i mean there's not a role out of them to go around to begin with and then they discriminate against the vampires Mm -hmm. um you know it's it's a very ugly practice it's bad but if you have the evidence i would more than you know i'd be happy to look it over if you have any notes on tom cruise being a vampire i just think that he has the beautiful genetic um you know pool in uh, in his favor He's also um, a hound for exercise. He uses conditioner and moisturizer on his hair. SPF 50 whenever he goes outside. No sun damage. Um, no sunspots. No liver spots. He takes care of himself. He's on par- probably like a paleo or some kind of like vegan, um, ovo-lacto vegan. I'm not sure exactly what he's doing, but he's doing something. St. Bart's diet. And Brendan Fraser had a look to him he was he yeah, had had a very that was chiseled. Yeah. he's a beautiful man that's as i remember if there were any other actor filling the shoes of brendan fraser i would be personally offended because brendan fraser was kind of the man's man okay 
Uh, Tom Cruise, he can he can fill those shoes. I believe I believe he can. But I just want to show you guys just a quick image of Brendan Fraser. Um, Brendan Fraser at his prime, and maybe at his fall, because some of these images are going to be kind of hard to to swallow. Okay. 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 Here we go, guys. So this is just a tableau of some Brendan Fraser images that I was scouring the internet for. Can you see this? That's as I remember him. Yeah, good-looking guy. He's he's over here. He's young, beautiful hair, chiseled chin. You go down. He's with a dog. It's very tasteful. Um, I remember that. Must be specifically 2004. Exactly. Classic Brendan oh. dog do. Brendan dogs, yeah. And, that was okay. that was really emblematic of the times, I think. It was. Now you come over here. Brendan is looking with his cool spiky hair. Now he's it's in his little leather dark. jacket phase. He's getting into his dark, edgy phase, like I was saying. Uh -huh. Okay. He has dog tags in this photo here with a beautiful goatee, uh, his flowing hair. He has some of the most uh, stunning eyebrows and, and nose that I've ever seen. And then we go up a little bit, and you see the anger in the journey from the center to the earth. And then you see his final form. It's kind of like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Exactly. Dr. And Frazier and Mr. Brendan. Hyde, only he like, is on not face. only Jekyll, but in this case, he's both Jekyll and Hyde. Exactly. And exactly. The Dr. Jekyll would be the the um Mr. Hyde. And the Mummy Returns would be Mr. Hyde. Mm. And I think the Scorpion King would be um Dracula. And yes. the Mummy Three Snowdown in Chinatown would be there, um, they, there were a lot of werewolves in, in the Mummy Three. Yeah, the Wolfman, yeah. The snow the snowman. The snowman. So, so I think we can just agree though, like this is should be a, a PSA, Tom. I know you're watching. Yes. Yes. Or you're a big fan. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. I know you already got signed up for this one movie and it was a it was a good deal that they gave you. You're a star. You you get to reprise Brendan Fraser's role and everyone knows that when you take out the top, you become the one on top. So you are now officially at the top of the pyramid. Don't do mm -hmm. number two. Don't, Don't do, do it. it. Don't do it. You're going to end up killing someone's dad. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Some lacrosse coach is going to kill their aunt or something. Exactly. And they're going to blame it you. never happened the same. Okay? You got a different, a different mummy film, a mm -hmm. different actor – Maybe it will be some dog trainer is going to kill her niece. Yeah. You don't want to risk it. Yeah, that could mm -hmm. be bad. So so just don't do it. The, the number two is, is where it gets dangerous because there is nothing wrong with the first movie. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. The second one is where it really gets dicey, and that's where they're going to offer you more money, and I don't want you to take it because exactly. – I'm I am more afraid for your looks than I am for your safety because I know you can handle danger. I'm not belittling belittling you. You are a man. You're a grown 
ass, man. You've done every impossible mission in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're all possible. You, you've proved it. You've proven there's video proof that maybe with some help of some ghosts, but it is totally possible to do what you've done. So you, we know that you think that you can come into this and not be affected by the two, but don't, don't do the two. Talk. Don't even try. Don't do it. Uh, and with that, I think we are done with another week of Ghost in the Scene. Guys, it's been really hard talking about this subject. I don't know if I ever want to visit it again. The fact that um, I had to even bring up my old hero, Brendan Fraser, um, pains my heart. I thought I'd never have to bring him up in this in this context, in this uh, as a part of my job. Yeah, um, we miss you, Brendan. Yeah, wherever you are, Brendan, just reach out to us. I know you've been cursed by the mummy. Maybe we can lift that curse. Exactly. And I mean, I just want to say to all the soccer coaches out there, you guys got one of the hardest jobs there is. Mm, but yes. I really, I know it's hard out there, and you have a long, hard day on the soccer field. You want to relax and watch a fun horror sequel. Mm -hmm. Don't fall into that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't make watch it. Watch the, the first one. one. You can watch the first one. Yeah, That's one. all right. First one. But mm -hmm. don't make it about the mummies. Make it about the soccer. Exactly. The Thank kids. you. Yes. It's yeah. truly about the kids or the adults, whoever you're coaching on whatever level. Mostly about that coach's dad, though. But yeah, exactly. This episode will go out to the parents of all the people that watched The Mummy 2 and then killed somebody, especially their parents. So, yeah. we, yeah, just have this be an open dialogue. You know, it's a lot of people are being affected by this movie, and we want you people to be able to express themselves and uh, rid themselves of these ghosts. So mm -hmm. uh, we, you could do it. You're doing great. Thanks for all the support. Yeah. Thank you and, for uh, getting me back home. Of course. Um, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm still nearly blind coming back to reality where it's so bright. But, you know, mm -hmm. I feel like I need to still come on here and talk to people uh, yes. because, you know, it's important. These are important things to say. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I've, I've, been, I've been the distance and I, people need to hear. I wasn't going to say anything, but you truly do look uh, really horrible. Um, and... I'm glad that you we you got out when you could because I don't know if you would have made it out another minute. Yeah. You you look truly just ragged, and so ghoulish. You know, next next week, um, hopefully you get some of them some meat on them bones or something because uh, I'm I'm getting a very strange feeling from you like you're gonna collapse any at any moment. So for uh, everybody out there in the internet, stay in the scene, keep your eyes right on that screen and smash right. that like button please smash it smash it